Section 37 of Lives of the Most Remarkable Criminals Who Have Been Condemned and Executed for Murder, The Highway, Housebreaking, Street Robberies, Coining, or Other Offenses. Volume 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon lives of the most remarkable criminals who have been condemned and executed volume one edited by arthur l hayward section thirty seven the lives of richard oakey and matthew flood street robbers and footpads the first of these criminals richard oakey had been by his friends put apprentice to a tailor in about two years his master failed and from thence to the day of his unhappy death Oki continually followed thieving in one way or other. At first he wholly practiced picking of women's pockets, which he said he did in a manner peculiar to himself. For being dressed pretty genteelly, he passed by the person he intended to rob, took up their upper petticoat, and cut off the pocket at once, tripping them down at the same time. Then he stepped softly, on the other side of the way walked on and was never suspected he said that while a lad he had committed several hundred robberies in this way as he grew older he made use of a woman to assist him by pushing the people against the wall while he took the opportunity of cutting their pockets or at other times this woman came behind folks as they were crossing the way and catching them by the arm cried out there's a coach will run over ye while oki in the matter of their surprise whipped off their pocket this woman who had followed the trade for a considerable time happened one night at a bawdy house to incense her bully so far as to make him beat her she thereupon gave him still more provoking language till at last he used her so cruelly that she roared out murder and not without occasion for she died of the bruises though the people of the house concealed it for fear of trouble and buried her privately upon this oki was obliged to go on his old way by himself the robberies he committed being numerous and successful he bethought himself of doing something as he calls it in a higher way upon which scraping acquaintance with two as abandoned fellows as himself they took to housebreaking in this they were so unlucky as to be detected in their second adventure which was upon a house in southwark near the mint where they stole calicoes to the value of twenty pounds and upwards for this his two associates were convicted at kingston assizes he himself being the witness against them by which method he at that time escaped and being cured of any desire to go housebreaking again he fell upon his old trade of picking pockets till he got into the acquaintance of another as bad as himself whom they called will the sailor this fellow's practice was to wear a long sword and then by jostling the gentleman whom they designed to rob first created a quarrel and while the fray lasted gave his companion the opportunity of rubbing off with the booty but whether will grew tired of his companion 
or of the dangerous trade which he was engaged in certain it is that he left it off and got again out of england on shipboard okey then got acquainted with hawes milksop lincoln redding wilkinson and half a dozen others with whom one way or other he was continually concerned while they reigned in their villainies and as they were in a short space all executed he became acquainted with levy flood blake and the rest of that gang in whose association he continued until his crimes and theirs brought them together to the gallows after condemnation his behaviour was such as became his condition getting up in the night to pray so often and manifesting all the signs of a sincere repentance matthew flood was the son of a man who kept the clink prison in the parish of st mary overies who had given him as good an education as was in his power and bound him apprentice to one mr williams a lighter man in this occupation he might certainly have done well if he had not fallen into the company of those lewd persons who brought him to his fate he had been about three months concerned with blake levy etc and had committed many facts the clink prison was until seventeen forty five at the corner of maid lane southwark it was originally used as a house of detention for heretics and offenders against the bishop of winchester whose palace stood near by his behaviour under sentence was very penitent and modest nor did he suffer the continual hopes his friends gave him of a reprieve ever to make him neglect his devotions at the place of execution he said he was more particularly concerned for a robbery he had committed on a woman in cornhill not only because he took from her a good many guineas which were in her pocket but that at the same time also he had taken a will which he burnt and which he feared would be more to her prejudice than the loss of her money okey was about twenty-five years old at the time of his death and matthew flood somewhat younger they suffered on the same day with weaver and the last mentioned malefactor levy at tyburn End of section thirty seven recording by john brandon